Cheer, 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 cheer. It's your boy, Edmund Forte. Hold down for the fans that don't want to be great. You already know what it is. It's when wrestling was real to me. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah, you have yeah. given us so much support, so much feedback, so much positive vibes yeah. to just push us to another level. And we just definitely appreciate you guys. We are here. This is episode three. You guys have seen episode one, episode two. You guys have shown support with our reels, our shorts, everything. And I just want to just, from the bottom of my heart, say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, this, is, this is going to be an amazing episode. And why is that, Ant-Man? You know why? Because we are going to do it for the fans out there that want to be great. And that's what we're supposed to do. It's your yes, boy, Ant-Man Fonte, holding down for the fans out there. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, sir. It's your boy, Mike Shane, a.k.a. the Green Ranger, a.k.a. Mike the Hitman. Yes. Man, let's get into it, man. Uh-huh. And then you already know it's the one and only best in the world, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar, a.k.a. Keenan D. Austin. Ready to give you all realness from the bottom of my heart. I'm ready to get live. Bro. Yeah. We got something special for y'all. Something. Uh, can I hear the ring announcer introduce yourself, please? Yes. Thank you. What's going on? Hello there, fans. This is Kamari Shields, a.k.a. The Total Package. That might be the first time you're hearing this name, and it won't be the last. Yeah, I'm the new producer of the group. I'm glad to be here. Ready to get started. Ready to have some fun. But first and foremost, we got a little bit of business to handle. Yes, sir. Um, all of us here, uh, when wrestling was real to me, would like to pay our respects to two falling wrestlers. First one being Terry Funk, and the second one being Wildem uh, Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt. Let's just have a moment of silence for our two fallen. Yes, sir. And now that we have that out the way, it is time for our daily discussions. So what we're going to do as a result of that, since it's current events, I would like to ask uh, our committee here, what is one of your favorite moments from either Bray Wyatt or Terry Funk? Uh, We're going to start randomly off. So, Mike, you're the first one to go. I'm going to be honest. The Bray Wyatt death kind of hurt. Because oh. um, me, I fell, I fell away from wrestling. I drifted away. I started to turn to a casual around the time Brad, Brad Watt started. So um, he got me back into wrestling. I just right. loved his yeah. originality. And that's what wrestling to me was lacking at the time. Originality, just that it factor. And Bray Watt had that. And um, yeah, so that, that hurt me, man. Because again, I came back into watching wrestling because of Bray Watt. And, um, yeah, he was just a, a phenomenal wrestler to me, man. And on the mic and the promos were epic, bro. So, yeah, that that sucked, man. That's, That's horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Brother, you got something to say? Um, so, for me, when Jeez. I um, definitely want to show Terry Funk some love. Oh, yeah. No but but first and foremost, I definitely got to give uh, my condolences to um, it's not the Wyatt family, but the Rotunda family. Gotta definitely show y'all respect, um, especially to his wife JoJo with them beautiful kids of hers. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely a hard thing where you're losing a partner that you've been rocking with, and and you never so, know how life can just yeah just you know life can call you call your name real quick. And the fact that you know he was only 36. thirty six. Yeah, thirty six, bro. We all the same. We are the same age, bro. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, yeah. So the fact that crazy. the fact that uh, you know he he was called home a little early. I feel like he was he was definitely different. He was definitely unique. 
he definitely brought me back to wrestling where wrestling was real to me because of his promo skills. Like no, his, his promos was one epic, of time, bro. Epic. His no. promos were he can just... I mean, I, and, and it didn't matter of where he was at. It, when we're talking about from the Swamp movement to the to to, to the Fiend movement to the front the uh, Playhouse Fire Fire yeah, Fire, yeah, Fire yeah. Playhouse, like like when it came to that, it, it was it was different. And, and that 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 Kitty theme song was actually dope. Yeah. But um, like Bray Wyatt was so unique. He was so epic, man. And uh, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like I, I, I feel cheated as a fan That's because I know that he was trying to actually he was dealing with his health complications that we're not even going to speak on. But the fact that he was actually trying to come back and he was actually trying to make a return to wrestling because he knew the fans wanted him. And, you know. I can only imagine what he was going to do. Um, I feel cheated with the Uncle Howdy story now because we're never going to know how that whole thing was supposed to play out or what was the point of it. But, I mean, well, Bray Wyatt... He don't come big. He don't come through. Yeah. Well, how do you going to come through for us? Bro? Yeah, but well, Bray Wyatt, rest in peace, bro. Yeah. I was, I was really just hurt a lot of times for the fact that he's another generational wrestler. So his father's IRS... That's like Randy Orton with his father. His father, Randy Orton's father, highlighted the very first WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? So he's there, and his younger brother, Bo Dallas, even though when he actually broke out in the same WWE, when he was in NXT, he was a long-strained champion. He's right after Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins got it first. It's the very first NXT Heavyweight Championship match against him and Jinder Mahal. So it, like, really hurt... Um, I personally was upset because when I was sitting there watching him when he first came out, I was like... This is some fake Duck Dynasty mess. And it was like, I don't know if people know, but that was like a show and everybody yeah, had long yeah. beers and they had like that that Louisiana Bayou Swamp mentality. You know what I'm saying? And Bray uh, Wyatt came out there with that. He, he came out work. there and I was just confused. I was just work, like, this is where Jesus. wrestling is going. Different. We went from the rock to this. And no, he shut me all the way up. Right. He gave yo, me. He, he shut me up. Speaking of the Rock, I wanted to read something The Rock said. He said, I love his presence, promos, and his ring walk was most importantly. Bray Watt was very unique, cool, rare, original, and authentic character, which is actually very hard to create in our crazy world of pro wrestling. Definitely. So, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's love, and I hate that, too, because one of my one of my moments, and me and my brother were watching it the other day, we were sitting there watching uh, the Elimination Chamber. That year, I went to that WrestleMania Live. You know what I'm saying? Shout out WrestleMania 33 all day, every day. I was sitting there watching, and one of my favorite moments is when Bray Wyatt's wrestling for the SmackDown Heavyweight Championship, the ring has cockroaches and, and, and worms, and I was like, yo, what is this? I love you, Bray. I wasn't throwing that back. Oh, listen, I'm just saying, haters are going to hate. All I'm saying is that best was epic to me because I was there live, and just nothing but respect. You dig? Yeah, yeah, man. And then to Terry Funk, man, Rest I mean, a.k.a. Yeah. Chainsaw Charlie. I didn't know Terry Funk when he was actually in the Terry Jack days. We were, we were, but, yeah, yeah, I was too young for that. But when it came to 
when the attitude era, they, you gotta mention Chainsaw Charlie. Chainsaw Charlie. He is a former tag team champion. You gotta show him respect. A former tag team champion. Yo, he was wild, yo. I mean, with Captain Jack, I mean, Chainsaw Charlie, he was a dope wrestler. Such I mean, a great tag team. Yeah, yeah man. They went against they went against Mike's favorite tag team. What did he win? They was like, damn, they said really against them. They went against them. Right, right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So we gotta yeah, give respect. No, the true hardcore legend, bro. Yeah, hardcore man. legend. It, hardcore it, it, legend. Hurt, it, it hurts, man. So, I mean, it's been a long week. This week sucked, bro. Yeah, it's it, 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 been a long week. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. It's like Bob Barker. It's like Bob Barker. Because he has some WWE acquaintances. You know what I'm saying? He was a guest GM at one point. So uh, Chris Jericho was on the episode one time with him, so yeah. And he knocked him out. Yeah. How far did he knock out Chris Jericho? Bro? And he hit him how to get more. What's up? Uh, like, no, uh, yeah. Bob got bodies on him, I mean, Bob Barker got bodies on him. They had me going. They said he was 99, and they said he didn't reach 100, go over 100, go over that dollar bill. That's his show, you know what I'm saying? So... I ain't gonna hold you. It's, it's deep right now. You know what I'm saying? Man, fans, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I don't approve that message. No, 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 that's what the gentleman said. said. You know, I don't Listen, if you lost a loved one, man, we're definitely sending y'all prayers, man, because again, losing a loved one is never easy. Never, never easy, man. And again, it's like, we just got to try to stay strong. We have, and again, we're a community. So if you lost a loved one, we're sending y'all a prayer, man. Blessings. And again, we're always here for y'all. And again, whenever y'all need to talk, just shoot us in the G, uh, IG inbox or Facebook inbox. Or yeah, on the comments. We're on all platforms right now. Yeah, so man. We're on all of them. Yo, make sure you subscribe and share. We're trying to be great. We're just starting out. But you know what's funny? We believe in ourselves. And y'all believe in us too, because yeah. if we could just show you guys all the support that all of us as individuals had, all of us as a group had, we have so much support, yeah. so many positive vibes, so yeah, many man. positive comments, so many things to help yeah, yeah, us yeah, build yeah. the next level from you guys. And we appreciate that. Yeah, and man. that's real talk. You know what I'm saying? It's a buck. That makes it all Shout out, uh, shout out to Young Rocco and Bony Man to hit us up. You know what I mean? They hit us up talking about asking us questions about. Yeah, again, they believe in the movement. And I want to shout them out because, again, it's hard to get believers when you first start off. Yeah. And the support that we're getting is is is, is great to me, man. I really oh, appreciate that, man. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit us up. So shout them out. We can't wait to have you guys on the show. Yeah, Talk yeah. to y'all. Those are my brothers, man, in the music industry. Young Rocco is a beast with the mixing and engineering. Bony Man's a phenomenal artist, and so is yes, our, definitely our Nino from man. Flow City. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We're going it down. Yeah. And listen, yeah. man. And listen. Well, we got the the more that we got coming on, folks, the more we're going to be doing. And so what we're going to be doing, folks, is the fact that, listen, next episode, because this is what we want. We, we've been hearing enough feedback to the point where it's like, all right, y'all. You really think y'all got got what it takes to be on this podcast? Yo, it's it's gotta be, um, Nino. It gotta be Nino. So, so you talking nation? I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll 
You know what I mean? Hit us in the inbox, whatever it takes, man. Like, let us know. We want y'all to sit over here with the feedback, because feedback is everything where we know that you're actually about this life and about this smoke. Thank you for being right. sharing this. And we got, yeah, no, 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 we got, we got people, bro. We got comments. We got, yo, so many people. Yes. Bro, it's like, you know, and follow our right. We got, we, we fixed, we've, we've had some pages under construction, but we got, our IG page actually in line. We're not gonna get blocked no more. IG, I'm gonna you out. Shout out to you. And then Facebook, we actually got that in line because you know what I mean. Some people got hit with the future endeavors. So you know what I mean. But we're not even gonna speak on that just yet. That's gonna be something. That's a nice little spicy little going on a little later. But. <laughs>
You know what I'm saying? Because it was him and there was this German dude called Alex Wright and he had a dance. And I don't know what type of time he was on, but he was trash too. But somehow, some way, WCW was giving him a time off too. The devil is a whole lot of Between the WWE 
old school songs where it came to Mr. Ass and his songs. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it was like, again, WWE, for the most part, they had, what was it, Jim Johnson. Jim Johnson is one of the best producers when it comes to making music because he made most of those, he made Stone Cold, he made DX, he made All Undertaker, he uh-huh. made Mankind, he made these epic, epic things. <laughs> so shout out to you, Mr. Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... That's that we on the other hand, I don't know who y'all producer was or who made the music. Y'all were trash can juice. Yeah. And the one of the songs that I could not stand for me was the Steiners. When it was What is that? Bro, it was time time, bro. Well no Notes at some point, but how many times did y'all want to do And you just say, hey, man, I love you, but that's just for me, man. I mean, hey, man, but what I would like, but what we got to test, who we got to really test right quick, right now, because, like I said, this is his inaugural episode, so I need to know the ring announcer's wackest interest song. Let's hear it, let's hear it. Let's go! Okay, in my humble opinion, uh, the wackest entrance song to me was Bo Dallas. I never I did not I did not vibe with the entrance music. I understood the uh Rowdy was trying to take his character in, but it just never really set right with me. You have to believe I did not no, believe no. In, no, fact, believe. in fact one of my favorite moments that happened with that was when Daniel Bryan was still in and he said, respectfully, Bo Leave. Oh. No, you gotta believe. Yo, he had me in my hands. I'm like, this, like, I want something. <laughs> I didn't like, play to me. You gotta I believe. I had to say anything with Daniel Bryan. Yes. Yes. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. No. No. You gotta believe. I gotta agree with my brother. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. the signs and everything. Like, believe. But you gotta believe, man. No. Agreeing with that? I'm with it. I mean, no, I'm not saying I ain't like it, but I wasn't feeling it. Like, you know, oh, so believe. I can, I can, I can understand what he's coming from. I believe in my brothers right here. Yeah, I believe in my brothers. You gotta believe. You think this way, man? Boy, let me give it to you first. You gotta believe. Chill, 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 chill. I mean, hey, 
everybody, like I said before, everybody has an opinion, even if it's wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I appreciate the ring announcer's opinion. That was pretty good. But go ahead, man. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? So now that we have that handled, after a few technical difficulties, it is now time, as Mr. Austin alluded to, the Fantasy Five Draft. What these lovely men in front of me are going to do, they have... Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not a policy material. <laughs> I'm not a lovely. I mean, I'm a lovely guy, but I'm not a lovely man. I'm not one lovely man. Is there yeah. an adjective you would like me to use, bro? No, no, you're fine. No, it's Keenan, bro. We was chilling. Sorry, y'all. We was chilling this whole time. He no, pauses everything, no, so it's like, bro, we no, can't even talk no more. I know, like, it without getting paused. No. I let everybody where I go with the same. Oh, oh, we was living our best, yo, we was living our best life, yo. We living our best life. Wow. You say one thing, it's like, oh, I don't like that responsibility. Work. I remember I said Paul to my supervisor one time. He was like, hey, why are the clogs not um, drained? I said, Paul. It ain't all your fault, though. Because I never... Use your record. Use your record. I've done corrections. A little bit better. Clean it up. Clean it up. He's like, I was like, pause. First of all. But... They're calmed up because, no, but no, no. everything's a pause now. No, I, I hate it. Everything's a pause. Just go. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, be your own people. Be your, your own people. Be your own people. Clean it up. Just clean it up. Oh, no, just clean it up. So, what these gentlemen are going to do in front of me, they have a draft of five that they can pick from. This is from anyone in the era, then and now. So, uh, I believe we drew a lots in a hat to see who's going first. No, not yet. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. So, I'm going to get just five. Just, I don't even need it. I don't even need no technology. Well, no, I need to know. I need to know what y'all say because there might be someone I wouldn't even matter. I'm winning this shit. You know what? what? I'm How? Dog. How you gonna win and you got Brad Parker? <laughs> <laughs> I already know my first no, thing. Yeah, yeah. How you gonna win you got him? What you gonna win y'all lose? That's the best of is. That's the best of was. That's the best of is. That's the weakest league. No, 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 no. Why not? That's just hate, though. Why? You're speaking from hate. I'm speaking from actual hate. I know. He ain't no hate. Name, name a name a name a I ain't I'm not gonna do that. I'm 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 g
Because everyone that we gonna pick drunk for our heart for the gate, that's your weakest link for the gate. It don't matter who you pick after that. That's gonna be your that's gonna be your captain. That's your captain. If that's your captain, you lost. Alright, but pick someone real quick before we start the job. Pick someone from your from the um the Brett area. Pick someone real quick. Me? Yeah. Uh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna beat Brett. Okay. Yeah, I'm Yo, yeah. <laughs> 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 right, Pick, 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 pick someone else. Pick someone else. He was running. He's off the top. Okay, come, on, come on. Do you like what do you got Yokozuna? Do you think he's top three? Yokozuna is top three. I did not I watch enough for Yokozuna, so I cannot speak on it. He's younger than us. Sure. Yokozuna was a monster in his he's time. You that, that's just a fair thing to me. If I know that's not something that I fully gave my time to study nah, and understand, I'm not gonna give an opinion on it. Anyone who's gonna say no to Yokozuna, Yokozuna crushed him. Period. So, so everyone his era. We said we're going to draft our top. If we're starting a federation, or no, if we're starting a new organization, wrestling organization, we're picking our five top five wrestlers in snake order of <clears throat> fantasy draft. So okay. Shout out to. For, and, excuse me. In honor of fantasy football season. Gotcha. We're going to do a fancy draft with our top five wrestlers of all time in any era. And we're going to actually do the draft picks. We're going to start off with Mike drawing first, and then you're getting whatever picks. Oh, okay. I wonder if we're going to pick first. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see what draft for. So, but you're going to do the announcement, and then we're going to pick. And then we're going to go from there. Oh, my God. He better not. You might as well pick him last because right. you know ain't no else gonna pick. Bro, him. you gotta. We're gonna find who's the order in the second. Oh, let me just get the. Pick. We're gonna. He's announcing, and then we're picking, and then boom. This has been wrestling outtakes, and now, so we have now come to the fantasy five draft. Let's go. Here's the way things are going to work. We are all gonna draw numbers from the cup. We are gonna go in snake order to pick your fantasy draft five. And we will go accordingly. Also, call to action for those of you in the comments. Please give us your fancy draft five as well. Yes, sir. We're going to hear from y'all, man. All right. 
So my number one draft pick, I'm not going to lie, I had Undertaker up there, but I did. I had one ready in the wings. I am going with CM Punk. Oh, no. Bowser's. Jeez. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. Oh, no. That's not bad. No. That's crazy. That's not. That's crazy. So, Undertaker's out the way. Austin's out the way. CM Punk. I mean, you're just going to leave him here. You know what I mean? You got to say, The Heartbreak is on my You can smell what he's cooking. And the reason why I picked that is because for my draft, like we said, number one's normally captain. You need a good second in command. And for what CM Punk and Rock can do, I got something cooked for y'all. Yeah. 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 
Okay. All right, yeah, man, give us yours. I'm just going to go ahead and just do this for the favor that want to be great and it's going to hurt me. But it has to be done. I'm going with your boy, John Cena. Oh, Next pick, 
This is where. So this is how many we got, right? That's number four? Yeah, this four. is going to be five? No, this is round four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So round four, I'm going with a man that he's had great matches with. I'm going with Samoa Joe. Okay. Okay. Okay, get high. I can't get high. <laughs> I can't get that. I can't get that. Shawn Michaels, we're going to the dialogue over our federations in a minute, but I'm going to just keep it simple. Simple. Please, please. All right, please. go ahead, come on. Man. Okay. Oh, please. My number four. You know, I'm feeling quite beastie. I got to go with the man. Brock! Yo, this is epic! That's crazy. But you know, it's what epic for Tate, and I'm just gonna say how I feel. When it comes to doing what you gotta do to be great, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm giving you greatness. And I ain't gonna sleep on it. But since ain't nobody has said it, and I'm just gonna go when it comes to greatness, I'm going with the nature boy, Rick Flair! Woo! The Monty, ladies and gentlemen, is a powerhouse squad. We get the best innovation, and we got longevity. Woo! It's your boy, Anthony, for Yeah, I'm in my gym. Oh, no. I got to in my pick, too, you know what I'm saying? See, he was so devastating that that shit signed you. That's what I said, nah, no brainer. Signed you, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, keep rocking, man. Keep rocking. All right, so listen, man. Uh, I think the camera stopped for a second. It's still recording. It's still recording. Yeah, it's still recording. It's all okay, bad. the camera's back. It's on this side. It's like frozen. All right, all right, all right. I think, you know... I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go with this pick because um, he's probably low-key the... He's not really disrespected, but he's... He don't get the love he should be getting because he really carries WWE on his back when HBK left. Mm. I gotta go with the game. Oh god! Oh god! I gotta carry the game. Go the game, man. Play the game. And now for the closing round. Alright, so following Triple H. We're gonna do it this era. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with this era. I'm gonna go. I gotta go with my guy Bray. I'm gonna go with my guy Bray Wyatt. Rest in peace to my guy Bray. I gotta go. With I Bray respect Wyatt. that. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. 
Yo, for the last. Yo, my squad is crazy. You got a great Y2J. That's crazy, bro. I got Undertaker, Y2J, first undisputed ever. Grant Hart, Triple H, Frank. Let's go, dog. Stop playing with me, man. You know what? Stop playing with me, man. Sounds like you got the whole world in your hands over there. Yes, The number five for me, ladies and gentlemen, the number five for me. Number five for me. I'm just gonna keep it on the I'm just gonna keep it so authentic right now. And this might be my downfall, but I gotta keep it authentic. I'm going with Yokozuna. Because Yokozuna for his time frame. But Yokozuna for his time frame, he's destroying everybody. And they nobody see Yokozuna. I did not though, because I got enough every it's a team effort. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. Bro, we let the fans decide who is the When Yokozuna When Yokozuna was doing his thing everywhere by talking about he beat Ia. Okay. Ia. Whatever, bro. He beat everybody. Alright, for my final person for my draft. Figured I had a lot of powerhouses. I need somebody who could be considered a high flyer. I was between two people, and I settled on one. I have to go with Mr. 619 himself, Ray Mysterio. Okay. Ray Mysterio, Boyka, 619. I already got five of low, Boyka. Boyka. I can't even. Boyka. Let's see. Yeah, please. I got the joke will definitely be some more Joe. Yeah. Got him, yo. I'm going to go with it. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got this one. Yeah. I got this one. My team is too powerful. It's too powerful, bro. My team is too powerful. You know what I'm going with? Think about it. Bro. I'm going with Hulk Hogan. Wow. Oh, <laughs> but no, nah, bro. You be like, oh, that's that's your slogan. That's your slogan. Wait, 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 wait. Yo, wait. Now that we finish the, now that we finish the draft, first we're gonna go over Airpods drive, and then we'll go from me. Then Kamari, and then it's and because I never mind. Hold on, hold on. Only time he did that is when he got beat. That's the only why he did that. He think he slays it. All right, so so we're gonna start with my team is Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Bret Hart, Triple H, and Bray Wyatt. Ant's team is Stone Cold, John Cena, Roman Reigns. Rick Flair and Yokozuna. Kamari's team is CM Punk, The Rock, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and Ray Mysterio. That's fine. That's fine. Excuse me. And then my team is Shawn Michaels, the showstopper, the headliner, the main event, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, and then we'll go, you lost. Now, you lost. 
now, now, you now. are lost. We're going to just go on quick dialogue of why you draft, who you draft, and you make it short and sweet, straight to the point. So, you already lot. Shawn Michaels is going to carry the flag for the squad. And he's already going to have epic matches with AJ Styles and Kurt Angle. Then he's already going to have even greater matches with Samoa and Joe because they never actually had matches together. Now, <laughs> the reason why we got Hogan, the reason why we got Hogan is because we need a jobber. You got to have a jobber in every federation. So Hogan will get beat every single match. Hulk Hogan will never win a single match in my organization. That's not he would, he, yeah, No, Hulk it is. Hogan, Hogan. No, no, no. no. I, just I'm, I'm the GM. GM. Yeah. And I'm the GM. That means you're a hater on him. No, that means no, your whole company no, would lose. No, no, no. no, 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 no he's going to be. He's going to bring the Hogan won the because he won. He's going to bring the and he's going to lose. And he had the heavyweight title. And he had to go to the Eagle. But he had to go to the Eagle title. So what? So what? Nah, What's your point? You're going to lose. You're lost. He's going to going to lose every single match, every single time. He's going to put everybody over. He's going to put Kurt Angle over. <laughs> you lost AJ Styles. Over. Bro, <laughs> AJ Styles is the phenomenal one. He is the AJ new... He is the new Shawn Michaels oh, right now, dog. Like, he puts on the best AJ matches. Styles has the best match, but that's Bro, AJ Styles is nice, but stop comparing to Shawn Michaels. He's fired. Chris, Chris Jericho is the closest thing to Shawn Michaels. He's a showstopper, dog. Chris like, Jericho is the closest hate. thing to Shawn Michaels. No. Dog. I'm trying to figure out the rest of yeah. your yeah. shit. So. Kurt Angle is that dude, too, dog. You act like he don't have no, bad I mean, matches. No, 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 it's my organization is better than your organization. You're lying. Whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. It's, it's actually... I know. Right, I'm, I'm right 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 okay. So the reason why I went with what I went with, because honestly, uh, Ant-Man actually did take one of my picks, which was John Cena. Mike took Undertaker. So the way I built my team, I thought who would work the best together in these situations. Sorry. You know CM Punk, you know The Rock. They're going to command everything. You know Rock is going to be the best at what he does every single time. You know Randy will come out and show out every single time. And then with Rey Mysterio, I'm thinking we needed a high flyer because the type of moves that he, Randy, and Punk could all pull off from the ropes, it'd be a deadly match if we get in the Fatal 4-Way or it's a free-for-all Royal Rumble-style brawl. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. All right, so listen. Let me break, let me break down mine, though. Undertaker, Undertaker has wrestled in every generation since uh, he started. He, he, he was in the... Um, he came with the mullet. First of all, he was even before that, but that was before he was Undertaker. I forget his name. He was, um, what was his name? I got name. Yeah. Mark Holloway. Yeah, but anyway, that, that wasn't during my time. He's a phenom, bro. Everybody knows the Undertaker. Everybody loves the Undertaker. I don't, I haven't met one person that disliked the Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? So, you gotta go with him. There's two faces of wrestling right now, and they gotta be an Undertaker, and they gotta be a Rock. Those are the two faces of wrestling. You can't mention wrestling without mentioning them. Then I gotta go with the first undisputed, first ever, that's uh-huh. the first ever time. Uh-huh. Y2J. Yes. Closest thing to Shawn Michaels. But just a little bit better. Uh-huh. 
Just jab it. Just jab it. Just jab it. Just jab it. When it comes to actual wrestling skills and ability and technical skills, you got to go up Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels out of his mouth said that. Is Bret Hart the better wrestler than me? Yes. I'm going to leave it at that. So, we're going to go. We gonna, no, no, he said that. I got it. You got bombs. Okay. No. Right, hey, I, I can know. pull it up. I can pull it up. I can pull it up. I'm just saying, you're bringing bombs. I can pull it up. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. And then they are, again, Triple H. That's Vince McMahon's son. Vince McMahon owned wrestling. That's his son. You got to go with him. You know what I'm saying? He don't get what he want regardless. That's his pop. So, you know what I'm saying? You got that Triple H and Bray Wyatt. Rest in peace. But the most original wrestler in the new generation era, you gotta go with that. And the girls are originality. So, uh huh. That's that's my spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hold it down, Green Ranger, hold it down. That's just where I hold yeah, yeah, it yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Old school, old school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, you're mad at it. You know, <laughs> trying to give it to you first. You know what I'm saying? The franchise, bro, who's gonna have the best show? It's your boy, Ant Man Fontaine. Hold it down with the fans that want to be great. So, you know, I just gotta give you greatness. That's what I'm supposed to do. So, I started off. From the gate, like everybody knows my favorite HBK, you know, and one of the things that just hurts me is they, in my opinion, have the same bar stature as far as after there. He had DX, but then Stone Cold's coming out there with Austin Steve, I'm going to whip you a beep, and all the middle fingers and all that stuff, right? When it comes down to handing over the torch for... Who's going to run at you there for The Rock? You know what happened? Stone Cold has it. And we are discussed merchandise, everything. Everyone had Stone Cold merchandise. Stone Cold, you can't, you did. It's Stone Cold, period. Everybody know when that glass break. You know what time it is. So we don't even got to discuss no more. That's Stone Cold. So that was my first pick. And he's literally beating everybody because that's what they do with Stone Cold. So my second pick. That was my first pick. That was your best pick. No, that's why I don't know it's not. Because seconds, right after Stone Cold right here, I'm coming. You got the Stone Cold icon for that era. Next thing, you got the next generational icon for all wrestling right. to right now is John Cena. Hate him if you want to. John Cena, 16-time heavyweight champion. Garbage. Now, it don't, listen, it don't, Garbage. no, 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 because you got to hold it. No, 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 So great because wrestling is generational. So if you have a generational superstar that did what they had to do in your time, that was that dude. And someone else's time, John Cena was selling out arenas. John Cena will beat every single person on his list. And he's so trash. You heard what I'm saying? He's 16. 16. And I'm gonna I'm gonna follow that right now. Right after that, we got Roman Reigns, boy, and then Fontaine, the tribal chief right now is holding down all modern-day wrestling, the number one competitor in modern-day wrestling, the one that everyone is going to go see is Roman Reigns. But wait a minute, Roman Reigns has amazing accolades, highlighting and main eventing WrestleMania's, having a championship in multi-eras, having the whole the other okay. thing. Uh, no, 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 the tribal chief right now, Roll Reigns, no one's seeing him. So then right after that, we're going to go to the Hall of Famer. And I don't necessarily like him, but he's doing the exact same thing. It's Ric Flair, 16-time heavyweight champion. There's no debating that. 
And when it comes to who's going to come to your arena to watch who's going to have, they're going to come to see Ric Flair. So now I'm going to go to the big man, the big man who had the shortest longevity of all my picks by far. But when he was there, he held it down and was still a box office hit. It's Yokozuna. Destroy everybody. My, my, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. My squad got him. Let me go, get in. He's going for a chain. Cheer, 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 cheer. Haters are going to hate. And everybody, we are back with When Wrestling Was Real to Me. And now it is time for the then versus now discussion. So as you saw, as we did with the draft picks, we're taking people from the Attitude Era of then to our superstars of tomorrow. So we're going to start off with Mr. Austin. You have the floor, sir. All right. So for me, I'm going to have to, I had to think about the best then and now. And for me, there are a lot of epic matches that are out there, but Honestly, for the storytelling aspect behind it, for what the promos could be, what the the the, the vignettes, the whole old school, that real, real, real feeling, I have to go for the now. I would have to go to Rest in Peace, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and I'm going to have to have him go against not the new Undertaker who we faced at WrestleMania, not that one. No, I'm going to have him face 97 Undertaker, 97 Undertaker when he was part of Ministry of Darkness. That for me, that for me was epic. That for me was everything. When it came to like making sure that everything was on point, when it comes to like the promos, like you, you think you think about the Fiend versus Undertaker. The Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, I'm talking about those scary, dark, dark promos. I mean, I will, like, yo, that, those promos to me would be epic. I'm not going to lie. That was a good pick. I would, I could really just see me as a kid. Because, again, the, the promo with Undertaker Kane was fire. Undertaker Dark Mankind. Bray Wyatt, that would have been, like, a freaking dessert, bro. That would have been, been crazy. I'm trying to tell you, like, it, Bray Wyatt, to me, if anything, he, he will be, it will be just like Mankind versus Undertaker. Exactly. But it will be Undertaker versus Mankind on steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, like I said, Mankind was dope at that time, but he don't have the promo skills like Bray Wyatt. And that's, what, and that's why I always said Mankind, well, Bray Wyatt reminded me of Mankind. I'm not going to say he, he took his style or anything, but it just reminded me of yeah. Mankind. I think it was about that. I think it's that breakdown that you just used pretty much describes how I felt about him. Absolutely. It reminded me of mankind. It's epic, saying, man. Yeah. And I, I just know, like, if, if they really had those matches, like, she on classic. It'd be epic. Yeah, it'd be epic. Yeah, man. Who you got? You want me to go? I'll go. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> sit here just straight up holding out the pants that I want to be great always. Amy Fontaine. You already know my favorite wrestler, Shawn Michaels. I'm always gonna hold down Shawn Michaels. HBK holding down, just an innovator. You know what I mean? I will sit here and give it. Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles, to me, he took a contract as a young son and made a career out of it. So people wanted AJ Styles heavy. AJ Styles out there took a contract, Kendrick Samoa Joe, 
Nobody knew that they were going to be as great as they were, but the people that ran TNA knew what they had. They weren't going to let them go. They signed the long contract with them. They had to do what they had to do. AJ Styles has some of the best movesets, some of the best matches of the modern-day era. Now, you take him and go against Shawn Michaels. Back in the day, in his prime, a 96-97 Shawn Michaels, it's beyond epic. There's no way that match would not be the equivalency of an Iron Man match of a Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. It wouldn't be the equivalency of WrestleMania 14, a Shawn Michaels versus a Stone Cold. They have the same potential, and I'm going to give them that, and they both can maneuver. Shawn Michaels made everyone look good. AJ Styles moves set, and his ability to wrestle makes everyone look good, so we can make it work. You dig? I mean, I think, I think it would... I think Sean and AJ Styles would, would create magic in the ring because they're one of the best two storytellers of all time when it comes to um, just knowing how to win a match, knowing how to lose a match. And even when they lose, their losses are epic where it's like they actually put on a classic. And their losses don't feel like losses, really. It'd be feeling like, man, they, they put on a hell of a match, but they actually Shawn, won. Like, they, they, like, especially Shawn Michaels, he could... Get his ass kicked the whole fight and sell it and make it look great. Like the Undertaker when he fought the yeah. himself. Bro got beat up the whole fight and, he, and it was a classic match. He's the only one that can pull that off. And I always say that he made getting your ass kicked look cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Even in his older era, when he's going against someone like Hulk Hogan, when Hulk Hogan's already old, but then he's older. It's like he's, he's trying to sell Hulk Hogan. It's like, bro, like... You can't even, like, he can't maneuver like you. He can't move like you. He's making that match work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hulk Hogan throwing him to the ropes and all. He's doing a little flip. He, he made, I always said that. I remember, like, I'll do that memory like, later. But I used to always just lay on the big ground like I'm about to take a nap. Like how Shawn Michaels be laid out. I, always, I just did weird shit like that. Because I just liked how he would just lay spread out on the ground. I would do that. My mom be like, what the hell wrong with this boy? I'd be on the ground. Oh. So, yeah, Shawn Michaels just made it look good, man. <laughs> He's like, I, I like that match, y'all. I was weird, bro. <laughs> I was a wild kid. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you, know, you done? Or you are done? You done? Yeah. I'm sure. All right. So, so my memory lane. All right, I guess it's my time. You got it. You got it. You got it. So, um, my memory lane is going to be um, Charlotte Flair. Versus China, man. I gotta do it. Um, I feel like the evolution of women wrestling has just grown for the better. Like right now, right now, women wrestling is at its all-time best. Ours was cool, but I feel like our era was more like eye candy. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I feel like the queen of all wrestling Charlotte. right now is Charlotte, bro. It's Charlotte. Yeah. The queen, and you can take her, put her in a time machine, put her back there. She'd be the queen back there. She oh, just, yeah. she so just cool. has that. So hard. It factor with her, bro. So and she, I get, it's in the DNA. Yeah. Her pops. So you know what I'm saying? You can clear yourself in the DNA. I love everything about her. How she carries herself. Confidence, total package. How she fights, mixed with the old school, new school. She, she's the total package, bro. Total package. She's also nice to look at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forgive me. Um. Dr. Lamar Johnson, fiance, but um, uh, I, I don't, I don't play, uh, I don't play the snow bunnies like that. But if uh, Charlotte invited me to a snow fight, 
I'm playing it as nobody. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> but now I'm going to decide though. But um, listen, every good wrestler needs a great wrestler as a dance partner to elevate them. And Charlotte is that great wrestler. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, for example, Charlotte Flair versus Brian last year at WrestleMania was the best match of that Saturday night. They stole the show. Um, she, she Charlotte just makes you look good. So you put Charlotte in a time machine against China, she'll make China look good. She's not as great as or athletic as they are now, no. but Charlotte would definitely help elevate China to that um, next level in, in regards of a great the match woman's be, match. Yeah, yeah, the match would be very epic. Um, I feel like Charlotte would end up carrying China because China was, uh, China was a decent wrestler. Yeah, but Charlotte, but Charlotte, is, she would have to carry it. But I think they would find a way to turn that to a classic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, Charlotte knows how to build a match, exactly. man. And, and whether she's taking an L or getting a dub, like she definitely would like make that match between China and Charlotte. It yeah. would be. It would be absolutely a classic. And to, add on, to add on what you're saying, I actually enjoy that because Charlotte was like one of the first people that was going against the actual men's competition. Yeah. I feel like Charlotte could do the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Charlotte. I don't agree with that. I, I do. I don't. I can't see Charlotte wrestling a man. I can't. Why? I can't. She's Bro, just as she's big. Exactly. She's just as ripped, cut, shredded. She's just as big. Way more athletic. She don't got the muscle tone like China. You're out of your mind. She don't. She don't. I don't, she know, don't, I don't know, bro. I think, I don't know. I, I, I kind of get what you're saying about the size difference. Yo. But Charlotte's going against smaller people, too. Yeah, Charlotte's beating up like... She wasn't going against no heavy set dude. She was going against a cruiserweight. Charlotte has not really been facing, like, a, a, a bigger people like that. She faces smaller females. She's snapped, compared, she's to, actually, compared to China? Compared to China... Charlotte. Did she go against Nia Jax? She beat up Jacqueline. Jacqueline like she didn't go against Nia Jax. No. I mean, but so what? I don't know. I I I can't deal with that, y'all. I feel like she. Hey, I I mean, everybody like I said, I've always said everybody's talking to their opinion, even if it's wrong. But it's just like at the end of the day, like. I mean, I just don't feel as though, like, the muscle tone, I don't think Charlotte got the same muscle tone or as stocky or as big as China. China was, is more believable beating up dudes than, to me, Charlotte would be. That, that's just it. I can't see skinny Char uh, Charlotte trying to pick me up in body slam. I bet you she could, though. That's the I'm not. Part. No, no, no. Whoa. I didn't say she couldn't. I said, you can't see it. There you go. But you can't see that, but you, you can see Ray Fisero be in the big show. Like, make it make sense. No, <laughs> I can't see that. that no, 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 I didn't know. I thought that shit was big as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like come on, bro. No, I didn't know. These. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why. You and on that note we're going to switch gears to our next topic since we are talking about the female division yes gentlemen i would like to know who do you believe in your opinion is either the most disrespected or the most underrated female wrestler. Uh, man, we're going to start with you this time. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Wait a minute, boy. Hold on, man. Always. 
I'm going to go ahead and give it to AJ Lee. I don't know if you guys understand, but AJ Lee was like my ace when it came to the female division back in the day. Now, you got AJ Lee, you got Paige, you have the Bella era. They're all like in the same vibe. But AJ Lee was small. She had uh, what was that belt? Uh, the Diva Championship with with the uh, with the butterfly on there. She was so small. She was just skipping to the ring. She just was just tiny. But when she got into the ring, she was just so intense. It was just like because of her connection with CM Punk, she got slept on. And when I mean she got slept on, she was holding titles. She had breaking records. Second, she wasn't good because of CM Punk. Now, all of a sudden, the, the Bella Twin took all her accolades, and you never heard or seen from AJ Lee again. AJ Lee is a pioneer, and I'm not going to sit there and sleep on her. That's my girl. I'm giving her all the props in the world. I mean, AJ was cool. AJ was cool. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I can see your point of saying what the whole fact that you know, she kind of got um, blackballed. She had no video or, games. Or whiteballed for that matter. No video games, no nothing. I mean, AJ. Like she wasn't rocking. That's not fair. And she put on good matches, too. She she was looking like a diva in the beginning, but then after time, she actually looked like a women's champion. And she actually cut pretty dope promos, too, when she was real. So, I actually, I, I mean, I, I see where, I can see your point of, of that, but, you know what I mean? Not yeah, me. So who are you rocking with, dog? Me? Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you, uh, who are you rocking with? Brother Hunter. Whatever. <laughs> so for me, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Mickey James. Mickey James is actually uh, a female wrestler that actually, she's actually pretty dope. She's dope? She's a six, I mean, she's a six seven, time. Seven. Seven? Yeah. Well, no, it's actually it's six, 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 six. Six women and, and a female, a former diva, a diva champion, so that's seven. So you can say seven, but then she's also one of the few that actually had a diva style and a women's championship at the same damn time. I mean, not many females can actually say that, but nobody actually showed her love that she actually deserved. I mean, she was actually pretty dope in TNA. No, I didn't really watch her in TNA, but she's pretty dope in TNA. And she's actually in the TNA Hall of Fame, too. For the fact that you're in the TNA Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame, I mean, and you've had actually mad epic matches against Trish Stratus, against Lita, against Beth Phoenix, against Alexa Bliss. I mean, she actually got some laundry list of females that she's actually faced. In the old era and the new era. She's the one that was part of Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era, and this little new era. The Have to Go Lucky PG era. I mean Mickey James, straight up, bro. I'm just I'm sorry. She got bodies she got body count too, so you know what I mean. I gotta go with um our era a little bit. Yeah, our attitude era. Tori. Oh, um, not just not, there's two of them. I got confused one time with Tori Wilson, means I've been just Tori, just Tori. Just Tori. Not Wilson. We're talking about Tori. I feel like Tori Loki never really had a chance to do anything. She didn't get a, a championship or nothing. I think they, she could have got at least a title once, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they played her. She, she worked with, um, one of the biggest wrestlers in the game, Kane, DX, even though DX was kind of, um, 
trash, not not trash, but they were kind of um, whack. Cause after Triple H left, the was, you know, what I mean, it wasn't the same. So, um, so yeah, you know, what I mean, she was, they did it dirty, and um, you know, I, I like I like like her nasty. She used to be a bodybuilder. I, I didn't know that. I figured I found out about her not too long ago. But I feel like Tori was low key disrespected. They could at least gave her a title shot. Yeah, she had a title shot and lost it. But I just felt like she couldn't win the belt. You know what I mean? She was athletic. The shot played. Yeah, they played her. You know what I mean? She she had some good matches. She fought some dudes, jumped through tables on people. She teamed up with Kane. You know what I mean? Cheated on Kane with Xbox. You know what I'm saying? So she had some decent storylines, and um, I just felt like they did her dirty. I feel like she they could have did a little bit more with her. So I'm, yeah, I gotta go with Tori. I heard that. Yeah, I feel like really like that. Yeah, she wasn't like. I candy or nothing, but you know, I just, I just thought she was, she wasn't that bad. I candy. Man. I don't remember no epic matches. <laughs> I remember her Xbox is. stole her from her mom. That's <laughs> <it. laughs> <laughs> she's she's known for getting stolen. <laughs> yeah. Jumping through the table. She jumped through the table on, yeah, on I think it was the like Dudley boy, right? Yeah. Right. So that's about it. Other than I mean, I, I think that I felt like they could have did more with her, you know. So. So what do you what what is uh, a female that you think is pretty underrated? So, <laughs> my choice would probably have to go with Naomi, okay. and and part of that is because of this when she was with the Funkadactyls, they they did pretty good for the women's division, but as a result, after everything that happened with the Funkosaurus. She kind of, for everybody involved, it kind of swept them under the rug. A similar way, like you said, with AJ Lee and CM Punk. And Naomi still put in work while she was there, but I feel like she didn't get all the flowers that she deserves as a result. I heard that. I mean, I'm on that Shout her. I was at WrestleMania 13. She went at 14. She won the, the SmackDown Heavyweight Champion with the women's. I was there live. And she from Orlando. We was in Orlando. That was a big accomplishment. I really like that one. The one sad thing is she should have been part of Bloodline by now. That would actually be crazy. Yes, I fully agree with that. She's part of Bloodline right now. They would, you know, they would be actually next level. Because right now, for me, that storyline, not the sidebar, but that storyline is getting kind of stale. So, so if they added like like a female to that genre, just how like uh, uh, Judgment Day is with. Freaking real Ripley, they'll be they'll be take it to another level. But I mean, but that that is what it was. You feel me? Yeah. Now switching gears from the misses over back to the men's. Our next topic, which the men have been very much waiting on, is Mister Attitude Era. So, uh, Keenan, we're gonna start with you. Who to you was Mister Attitude Era? So, for me, we had this discussion before on episode one where we had certain individuals uh, that were main nameless, like Mike, that said <laughs> that said Bret Hart was part of the Attitude Era, and that was pretty key. I mean, oh, he birthed it, my bad, he birthed it, you know what I mean, but, you know what I mean, yeah, he, he did birth it, and like I said, he, he, he put the baby on the step. And when the, you know who actually opened the door? The man that he quote unquote helped build 
Well, Stone Cold Steve Austin, when you name, when you say attitude error, the very first thing that pops in your head is Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're talking about the most. Forget John Cena, forget Hulk Hogan, forget Goldberg. The most popular superstar bar nine, hands down, of every era. I mean, whenever you hear that glass break, you're ready to stun somebody. You're ready to get somebody to finger. You're ready, you're ready to shake your head on people. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, to me, I mean, I, like I said, my boy Sean, he's dope. And my Undertaker, he's cool. But when you say attitude error for me, I, I'm sorry. It's got to be Austin 316 because I just whooped their ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, well, you, you, you don't agree? You, no, you, no, I mean, no, no, no. I, I mean, um, okay. You, okay. You, I mean, you want smoke? You know, I mean, that's the same. It's either, I feel like you, you either pick between him and The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. I got to go with The Rock. Okay. Um, uh huh. Stone Cold was a little bit more popular than Stone um, than Rock when he first came. You know, Rock was kind of boring. He was just that stud. He was the son of you know his pop and um, Rocky Maivia. Rocky Maivia. Mm -hmm. He was he was boring. Um, you know, when you were a little kid, you got big ass head, and they be like, "Oh, I can't wait till he grows into his head." You know what I mean? I'm gonna pee my head, little little bean, llama bean head. That's how the Rock was. He had to grow into his. <laughs> he had to grow into his character, and it started changing. But yeah, he had a little dent in his head. You know? <laughs> uh, but nah, it's like nah. But that that's just a metaphor for who he was when he first came. You know what I'm saying? They gave him the belt. He beat Hunter Hearst Hemsley for the Intercontinental Title, but he was okay. blah. He was bland. He was he was white. He was shit. He started getting flavor when he joined the Nation of Domination. He started getting his flavor. Then that's just the pivotal moment of the Rock's career when they jumped him out the Nation of Domination. He was feeling himself. He started turning into David Ruffin. Kind of, he thought he was better than him. They jumped him out. And as a kid, I remember when the Rock got jumped out, something was telling me he was going to blow up at that. And that's exactly what he did. He changed the game with his trash talking. No one talks shit like the Rock. Nobody. From I'm gonna take this size ten foot, turn it sideways, take it straight up. Your candy, your jabroni. He had the craziest. He's like, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> you know what Bro, they named a whole wrestling network after him. Smackdown. So I agree with Keenan in regards of Stone Cold, but. You can't mention Stone Cold without mentioning The Rock for Attitude Era. They changed the game. It's, it's those two only. I feel like changing. The game. So, so real quick, so who has a better promo, Stone Cold? The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. He's the best on the mic. He's the best trash talker on the mic. It's it's The Rock. Yo. <laughs> the Rock. He has the Rock. More, you got that Poochie pod too. Yeah. <laughs>
like a few of the WrestleManias, but then they be cheating him. So it like always makes it like some no, legacy. All, all around, I gotta give it to man hit with the chair for that seventeen. No, if, if I had to pick, I would pick Stone Cold only because just longevity. Mm-hmm. Rock.
really ignited the Attitude Era when he got hit with the big gold, the gold, the big eagle belt. And at that point, that is the birth of, that is the true beginning of the Attitude so Era. To a extent, you're right, Mr. Attitude Era, but I just feel like... Mr. But my thing is, The Rock and So Cold was all there at the same time. Technically speaking, when So Cold goes against Bret Hart and WrestleMania 13, I wouldn't but even the consider Rock that. The Rock wasn't The Rock yet. He wasn't, but he was still getting up to it. Just like DX wasn't made yet, but it was building up to it. But when it comes to like actual raunchy, when it started changing the raunchy material, Stone Cold had the curse words. Shawn Michaels was actually being raunchy. Attitude Era after WrestleMania 14. The, like the actual attitude well, Mike Tyson yes. that's when DX formed the um, Bully Gun Road Dog X-Files. so you're basically saying yeah. Shawn Michaels has no part of it because of what after, 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 after that, that after you that, think, you think Bret Hart does it then I didn't see Bret Hart you say she did no I didn't see that He's part of the earth of it. I didn't say that. I said okay, that we got we and listen and we as we got on tape. I didn't say that. I said that they had different beef, so their beef wasn't directed towards each other until the kid of stuff. When he was talking that, Shawn Michaels beef and Bret Hart's beef was before that. And so when they started coming after the fact, Bret Hart was beef with everyone. It, it changed the dynamic because it was more about Canada. And that's what I just said. So it was more of Canada to me what Bret Hart brought out the part of the, of the Attitude Era. That Attitude Era was not towards Shawn Michaels necessarily. It was towards Stone Cold. It was towards everybody. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, I'm not knocking Bret Hart when it comes to his contribution to the jump. I'm not saying that. I ain't knocking that. I'd say that he was cool. He, he's just a, he's a stepmom just like Shawn Michaels. He's a stepmom just like Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, what you think? What you think? I cannot comment too much on the attitude here, but who I believe was there just because I need to do a bit more homework on that. Um, at a later date, I might be able to give you a bit I'm better. Lie. You answer. make me feel old as shit when you say that. Oh, yeah. So no, no, no. The reason why I say that is I grew up watching it after it happened, mm-hmm. and even then, I was not invested brutal. enough to. So you're ruthless aggression. Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. That would that would be okay. my era, ruthless okay. aggression. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. And Respectfully, I cannot give an answer right now. Right, right. I respect it, but I just feel like that's the crazy part. When I be talking about my favorite wrestler, they wouldn't well, I would say one of the moments that I'm talking about specifically is when the DX was about to get canceled. That's the DX promo is something I so saw like recently, and that is one of the, the funniest things I've seen. Yeah, so that's not like it's not like saying that he just because so called beat him WrestleMania 40. That shit happened before that. And it was like, that was one of the things, they were so grimy that USA was bad. So it was like, they're the, like, pushing of that. They pushed the narrative, but it wasn't like a beat towards anyone. It was just like, as far as, like, the actual show content, they were being grimier. And I feel like that's what I'm saying, not the rise of the beat. The birth of the razor. The birth of the reason. Not the razor. He didn't raise it. He didn't raise it. He birthed it. He didn't raise it. Like, see, it's like, like, um, like, um, what's the movie called? Todd Nigga Nights. What do you say? Todd Nigga Nights, he dropped the sun off. He said, see you when you're grown. 
So now we want to hear from you, the fans, as well, after we talk to the fellas. So, Mike, you're up. Yeah, I'm gonna I got to go with my guy, Teddy, man, thugging and bugging. This is Teddy Long. Um, just in regards of just being a black person born in the 90s, being from Alabama, and to have the success that he had as a manager, that's why I'm going to give it, give him my favorite. Because oh, yeah, 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 man. Because I'm thugging and bugging. Yeah, Undertaker. Yeah, man. He's just bro. Like, Our time to yeah. yeah, it's just man. He just he came a long way from living in Alabama in the '40s. Bro, he started off as a radio station personality, and um, he was discovered because of the way he talked and like his swag, his lingo. So then he um would go to wrestling matches, and then um it was funny. Once I was telling the story. He was just hanging out when they were clearing out the ring, and one of the refs were never showed up. So someone who knew him was like, yo, you're the ref. So they threw him a shirt, gave him the referee shirt, and that was actually his first referee match. He refereed a Texas bloodbath match, and um, he ran out the ring when he saw him off of the bleeding. Like, that was his first uh, Yeah, that was his first gig. Again, he worked for the radio station for James Brown. Um... He would live right down the street from the Mississippi bombing that happened in Alabama. That's that's crazy. So he's he's been through a lot. And again, through for someone to make it in that type of business at that time, being black, and I, it says a lot, man. And um, he had his first heel job when he um, he joined the tag team group, the Doom, Doom, mm-hmm. with uh, Farouk and them. So he he managed on he managed Undertaker before he was Undertaker. And um, it's funny his phrase, the Undertaker. How it came about, it's funny how something so simple could be so, like, historic. So one time, Mr. Man is, Vince again is coaching him. He's telling him, hey, Teddy Long, um, when you talk, when you say Undertaker, put some emphasis, put some ump in his name. And um, um, Teddy Long was like, all right. So he just went, Undertaker, and that was his name ever since, you know what I mean? So that's how it started from Mr. Man telling him, put, put some spark up in that joint. But yeah, just from... All the people he managed, he managed a lot, a lot of great wrestlers. He's funny as hell to me. Um, I, I had a lot of good, good memories with my dad watching wrestling, and he enjoyed Teddy Long. And just seeing how my dad would just laugh at him, and thugging and bugging. My dad thought it was so funny. I just love sharing laughs with my family, my dad, and stuff like. So Teddy Long means a lot to me because um, he brought my family together. He's a black man, and he made it in that business, and he managed a lot of great wrestlers. Um, 
Kurt, he's one of Kurt Angle's favorite. Well, Keenan Boyd, Kurt Angle saying he's his favorite general manager, and it, he just he just has a personality man that um, everybody likes and gravitates to. I feel like the only person that hated him was Ric Flair. They was beefing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had a little beef. Uh, Ric Flair was a hater on a low, bro. He hated on Teddy Long. He hated on the fact that people gravitated to him. He ain't like it. So he was a hater. So, yeah, man. He didn't want to see him be great. What's funny, what's funny is this man, when he was managing Roddy Mack, is when he had the five minute white boy match. <laughs> yeah. Yo, when he was so in that ruthless aggression era, he was so he racist. Was a fool, bro. He had a five minute white boy match where he had Roddy Mack beat up a white boy. Yeah, yeah, five, yeah. He had beat a white boy up in and five minutes. The fact that the company allowed him to do this stuff yeah, that man. says a lot about Teddy Long and the love and respect <laughs> yeah. that they have for this dude. Good bro was wildin', fam. <laughs> Teddy was he used to be wildin', bro. He was saying some of the most racist shit that you can't say on TV right now. Let me play up. <laughs> yeah, the, the, oh, we out here talking to that bucket. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't say that on TV now. Holla, yeah, man. That, that's my guy. I love Teddy Long, man. He just, that's him. I got to go with my favorite. He's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who you got here, man? You know, this is Boyan Ben Forte. Oh, no. Every day. You know, I'm just going to go with Sonny Ono. You know, I represent with Sonny Ono a lot. You know, he was uh, one of the big contributions to WCW back in the day. He helped really structure the Cruiserweight division. That's one thing that set WCW apart from everyone was that cruiserweight division was just so just epic. Ray Mysterio Jr., La Parca, Psychosis, D. Maligo, Chris Jericho, like that cruiserweight division, Hoover 2 Guerrero is my favorite. That been the juice. That was like the best thing. But when he came in there, Sonny Ono, holding down, Yuji Nagata. You know what I'm saying? First Finn had the devastating arm bar before Alberto Del Rio. You know what I'm saying? And shout outs to his number one when he used to walk out with him. The ultimate dragon. You can't, like, it's just too much. Sonny always come out there, and then when they used to, he used to interview with the matches, like how David Bryan used to hit him with the yes kicks, and all that. Sonny Ono used to hit you with the combination, and that match used to be epic. Came out there with the whole sunglasses on. He'll take a picture with, yeah. He'll take a picture with comments every time they come out in the entrance. That'd be bad. Yeah, yo, Sonny Ono, and I feel like if it wasn't for him, like the, the cruiserweight division, WCW, wouldn't have been what it was. That cruiserweight division turned into what we also know some of those people got bigger. WCW and they cruiserweight division was why I watched Shot Sonny, Sonny Ono. I ain't sleeping on him, though. Yeah, yeah. Sonny Ono. Yeah, he's pretty dope. So for me, um, I gotta say, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. <laughs> the best manager of all time, of all time. Is, is Paul Heyman. I mean, we're not even talking about the promoter who was of ECW. We're gonna even leave that out. We're talking about the man that was the manager of the Dangerous Alliance. We're talking about the man that was a manager of The Undertaker. We're talking about the man that was a manager of Brock Lesnar. We're talking about the man that was a manager of Kurt Angle. We're talking about the man that was a manager of Big Show. We're talking about the man that was a manager of CM Punk. We're talking about the man that was a manager of Roman Reigns. I mean, bro, I don't even want to keep going through the long... Like, this man has a laundry list of 
Hall of Famers that he has Yeah, his managed. list is crazy. His okay. list is crazy. Yeah, I can't even hit on his list. His list is crazy. I mean, he, and he took, he, he, matter of fact, that man in the interview said he's not even a manager. He is a advisor. He, that's what he said he is. He's not, he said, I'm not even a manager no more. I'm an advisor because he already know that he's taking that manager role to an epic new level, bro. Like, yo, Paul Heyman. I got a question for you real quick. What's up, bro? So someone, I, I want to hear your response to this. So someone asked Paul Heyman the other day, um, Stephen A. Smith, he said, um, I mean, there was a Bobby the Brain Heenan back in the day. What do you think of him? And Paul oh, Heyman said, Paul Heyman said, screw him, he's dead. Yeah, like dog. That's perfect. I said this. So I said this to somebody. Everybody's so mad, bro. You don't no. understand. Paul Heyman <laughs> understands his job. That's a heel being a heel. Correct. He's, it's not. It's not. And I guarantee you, Paul Heyman would have loved him saying that. Yeah. He's sticking to the script. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know, everybody's just like, I can't believe he said that. Everybody hating on all these heels. Fuck that person. No, y'all don't get it. He's a heel. If you're not a heel, just say that. Right. He's a heel. He's a walking yeah. heel. He don't know how to be a he baby don't know, face. Exactly. He don't know how to be. He don't. Exactly. Heel. That's all he is. He's a he heel. his job, man. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see a lot of people was offended by that. So, I just wanted to see. And that's what he do. And that means he's doing his job. If he's making you feel something. That means he's done his he job. Paul Heyman oh, is just hey. is just that dude, man. Like, I feel like he was a bad kid. Like, he, I can just see him as a kid. He's being, he's being an asshole. Managing the bullies, the top bullies. He's a manager. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where if you got the gift of God, man, he, he avoided bad fights. Yes, 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 he knew how to talk people out of things, bro. He knows how to talk people out of things. So, yeah, he's Paul a prick, man. Dude, dog. He's a prick, man. Yeah, he's, he's good at Yeah, Paul Heyman is a good one. Man. Yeah. Manager-wise... In regards of list point, hands down, yeah. But my favorite is Teddy. Yeah, I like I like I like Sonny Ono. He got a list, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we are over here doing the best we can, the best of our abilities, and we are giving y'all greatness all day, every day. This is what wrestling was real to be. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to continue to give you greatness all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a team effort. This is family right here. Yeah, you know what I mean? The best in the world, the Green Ranger, and we definitely got uh, 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 the producer. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to this is the family. He's over there holding down for us, for the fans that want to be great. And we're not going to leave him out. We got to give him a round of applause. You know what I'm saying? Go yes, 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 yes. First time, and it just, you bodied it, man, and um, that that's very impressive, man. Yes. So, thank you. And um, thank you. We'll just add this at the end. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So real quick. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's do memory later real quick, cause yeah, I, cause I everybody, saw, everybody loves it. Oh, I know, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I did. Yeah. I know, everybody, no, bro. It's we, funny. Our our memory lane is a fan favorite. People love our memory lanes. They call it. They love our stories. So we gotta keep the tradition. So yeah, yeah we gotta definitely memory lane. Memory lane. Who wanna start it off? Memory lane. I'll I'll start it off this time. Yeah, right. good. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, this is what Man Ponte Hotel fans are there. This is my memory lane this time around. 
what I will tell you is I used to like really, really, really enjoy some old school matches. One of the matches that got me all the way jacked up back in the day is when Kane was going against Stone Cold Steve Austin and the cage. Now, the thing about it was it was a hell of a cell. It was a cell. It was the first blood match. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it really freaked me out because Kane ends up winning the match against Stone Cold because of a chair. He gets hit with a chair and then it hits Stone Cold Undertaker and it hits him in the face. But back in the day, I was just like, yeah, Kane actually won. And Stone Cold was untouchable. But it just made me mad because I knew he got the title belt. They took it away from me. Next day. 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 I could never, I could never think about it. Being that, young, how I felt. Being young though, we we were we were mature enough to process. Kane wasn't going to lose that fight. He had yeah. an asshole. How are we going to see him leave? It wasn't. Well, I mean, so here's a thing. Say, thing. Say, he knew he so it's not because he's been busted open before with the mask on. That's like the weird thing about it. So if you go back to where before first blood before no no after this oh, is after yeah before him you never see him but after the fact they have it to where he's got hit with the chair and he's got cut and his whole top of his head is blood so you already know he got busted open so okay. that was later on but yeah I mean I get it it was still why how he did King it was why yeah they could have gave some sort of pay per view you know what I'm saying. I was mad. Yo, week yo, yo, you lost your title on Monday Night Raw, man. Like, what? Like, they even had it all up in, like, a case and stuff, like, at a right. stand. Yeah. 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 It was just so crazy. Yeah. Whole ceremony like, for it. Okay. Whole ceremony. Yeah, for it. Okay. Yeah. 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 As a young son, the boy M.A. Fontaine, it just confused me and I was mad because I was like, okay, if Kane got the belt, it might be a problem. I was like, yeah. That's why you had a great chance at that time. They they, they they didn't look dirty, but I give you that. They didn't look dirty. Yeah, that's good. It hurt. Right. My memory lane, man, it was in the WCW um, (laughs) senior baseball bat era. But again, I, I, I was out of my mind as a kid, man. I just didn't think... Real life was real life. I, I just thought everything was wrestling. So my brother had this aluminum bat. So we're outside playing. And we have our um, wrestling pay-per-views on the trampoline. I say, Eric, take the bat and hit me upside the head with it. Hard. He's like, okay. He's younger than me. So I'm just like, you know, I'm going to think, yo, ping. Bro, and I just remember just, yo. I'm pretty sure I was concussed, and I couldn't go tell my parents because they would whoop my ass and they found out what happened. So, but he hits me in the head. I, I fall on my knees. I start crying. My head goes numb, and I just remember, bro, just like you know, think about it now. But I just remember laying. I'm pretty sure I was concussed. <laughs> Yo, I know I had a concussion, and I just like, bro, I was an idiot, bro. Could have killed me, bro. Like, and I just. Again, he I'm I'm like I look like nine or ten, so he's seven. So he just do what I tell him to do. Put five years in the pink girl. That's what he was <laughs> like. It was a little bit bad. He had me go. Yo, I have a girl. <laughs> 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 
It's and I just, cartoon and I just remember my friends looking at like, you sure you want to leave with the bat? I'm like, yeah, just hit me with the hand with the bat. And he's like, yeah, I just, and I, I'll never forget, I just fell to my knees, and I was just like, oh, and I start crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm rubbing my head like, and I'm like, yo, you idiot. Like, what did you think was going to happen? You know what I'm saying? And again, my parents were so like, they didn't play that. So if I went inside and told them what really happened, they like, I only got even a worse ad So I just, I took the L. Thank God I woke up the next day. You know what I mean? But I'm sure I was, I was concussed. But yeah, that, that's my memory. Like, I, I, I just didn't know the difference between real life and wrestling. So it did. My, <laughs> it did. <laughs> you got over there, man? But uh, uh, for me, my uh, memory lane for me is actually pretty, uh, pretty bad in a way because. Uh, what you, what you, you didn't walk around on hair. No, 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 no. This ain't the hair. This ain't the hair. <laughs> so I'm gonna once again take it back to the youth center days, and when I would get into trouble. Or when I played in our uh, the the uh, not summer league games but the Saturday basketball games, I had a little bit of anger issues. And for me, the only way I knew how to express myself was telling somebody to suck it. I didn't care. Like so, I got in trouble one time because I pushed some kid in the pool. Now that sounds bad, but it really wasn't that bad because he didn't know how to swim. And I was trying to help him how to swim. Oh, my so, God. You were the, evil. Oh, <laughs> so, the only way, so, the only way, the only way he can learn how to swim is by going in the deep end and, and trying oh, to Oh, yo, swim. good son. Hey, that's him. Yo, that's him. He was in there, too. You know what I'm talking about? He learned how to swim that day, though. But anyway, so evil. what happened was, I had to sit out. I couldn't <laughs> swim no more because I was trying to help my friend learn how to swim. Wow. And because I tried to help my friend learn how to swim, they told me I had to sit out the pool time the rest of the time, which is me. Right. I did 30 minutes. <laughs> right. right. So, before pool, swim? Uh, whatever. So, anyway, <laughs> we, so then we go back, they take me back, and they call my mom to let her know that what happened. And so... When you're telling my mom what happened, they're like, yeah, so he can't come back for a week. My mom was like, she's like, come on, Kenny, let's go. While she's up walking her front, oh, God. I turn around and I'm like, you, stop it. I don't care. You, stop it. And it's like, and then I got mad. So I'm not going to say. Your mommy beat you? Nah. So my mom and she is there like, oh, hold on, hold on, let him go. Let him go. They're like, yo, did you see what she said? Did you see what he said? So then I even went for the, the, the juggler, and I didn't even go to the X. I went just graphic rated our superstar, and I told him to suck my D. Oh, so then, hey, mind you, I'm like 13. You can't be seen, man. After I said that, I was actually gone for a good month. It went from a week to a month, and it was pretty sad. And yeah, man, wrestling was too real to me because that was the only way I can express my anger. If I felt some type of way, I told you I had two words for you, and that was that, man. I don't care about the judgment, man. I had, you know, my childhood was special. My childhood was special. I help people. I, I helped somebody learn how to swim. 
Sunday, August 27, 2023. Well, Wrestling's Road wishes Dirty Brown the best in all his future endeavors. So, from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you, Dirty Brown, for all your contributions that you added to this great content. But corporate has officially given you your walking papers. We're going to go ahead and reach out to you. There is actually a party basket that's coming straight directly to you. We want to thank you for your future endeavors, brother. Yo, I, 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 thank you. Oh, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we got two words for you as always. Aye, aye, aye. See ya. Cheers, 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 cheers.